Welcome to the Sales Talent Recruitment Podcast, brought to you by the Canadian Professional Sales Association. In this CPSA Recruitment and Talent Podcast, we'll talk about motivation and the top five ways to motivate your sales team. Money makes the world go around, but it doesn't always motivate your salespeople. Non-monetary incentives, among other types, should always be considered, especially if you want to keep them. In fact, motivating and retaining are linked, and constantly having to hire a new and retrain your sales teams is quite costly, and it makes it harder to hit revenue targets and sales goals. In order to stay competitive and grow the business, sales leaders must provide the tools and resources for their salespeople to keep them motivated in selling, combining relationship building, closing the deal, and encouraging the drive to continuously learn that expands their knowledge and excitement for the industry. Sales coaching is also another way to keep salespeople motivated because a sales team that's fully engaged can be incredibly productive to building pipelines and closing the deals. They want to feel part of something bigger than themselves. And they also desire transparency in their organizations that lead to clear objectives, continuous learning, and career paths. They want to know how they can play a part in building and sustaining a winning culture. Our guest today is Molly Fletcher. Molly is the CEO of the Molly Fletcher Company, as well as a powerful keynote speaker and author. She's a trailblazer in every sense of the word. Hailed as the female Jerry Maguire by CNN, she represented sports' biggest names and negotiated over $500 in contracts. She's been featured in ESPN, Fast Company, Forbes, and Sports Illustrated, and is the author of three books, most recently A Winner's Guide to Negotiating, How Conversation Gets Deals Done. She also has a fourth book forthcoming in April of 2017. She's also the founder of the Betterment Institute, a series of online coaching and personal development courses that emphasize why it's so important to invest in ourselves. For sales professionals, team leaders, and organizations across the country, the Canadian Professional Sales Association is your partner in building knowledge and skills to improve sales performance. The CPSA is the advocate for excellence in sales. We invest resources in programming, curriculum development, and professional designations to help individuals and companies become more successful through effective sales. We connect employers and employees, business with academia, and the private sector with government to advance the sales profession and improve Canadian competitiveness. Learn more at cpsa.com. And remember to subscribe to the CPSA podcast through iTunes, Google Play, and more. Molly, thank you so much for being on the CPSA Recruitment and Talent Podcast. Before we dive into the rest of the show, can you tell us a little bit more about who you are and what you do today? Yeah, absolutely. So I was a sports agent for about 20 years and represented some just terrific athletes and coaches and broadcasters. And we had about 300 of them, just wonderful, wonderful people who were obviously really special at what they did. And now I I wrote a book and that just evolved pretty organically into the speaking space. And I found myself sort of loving speaking even more than anything else. And so about five years ago, I launched my own business and now I speak, we do workshops and training. We have e-learning courses you know, and I run around the country and have a great team beside me and speak about 60 to 70 days a year and have a new book coming out, Kevin, in uh, April, April 7th, called Fearless at Work. So I'm excited about that. I'm just honored to be on your show. Thanks for having me. Well, I appreciate it. And Fearless at Work, I love that theme. I can't wait to read the book as well. And, and speaking along those lines, so you know more than anybody, um, well as anybody else, that keeping employees motivated and retained today is no easy task but it's especially critical for any salespeople that you have working for you since they're the ones that help grow the business, at least on the front lines, correct? So one way to keep those salespeople motivated is to ensure they have the right tools and resources to succeed. Based on your experience, Molly, what do you recommend? 
Well, I think, you know, most importantly, I mean, salespeople have to have a really clear purpose of why they do what they do. I mean, they've got to wake up every day with uh, a focus and a mission around something that's probably hopefully greater than just hitting quota. Because usually if it's just about hitting your numbers, you know, that's not always sustainable and it's probably not always fun. So I think salespeople have got to feel a part of a team. I think they've also got to have an opportunity to feel um, a part of something bigger than just themselves. I did an event for Johnson and Johnson recently and their sales team. And, you know, it wasn't for them really about meeting their numbers. It was about the lives that they're saving from the products that they sell. And it was neat. The leadership team really brought it to life by showing a video of a family who had made it, their child had in light of one of the products that J&J sells. So I think when we keep salespeople motivated as it relates to why they do what they do, I think so often, you know, the rest will fall into place. Yeah, and I would I would agree with that wholeheartedly. I think a lot of the the tools and resources that those are those come and go, but I think what you were just outlining on the the bigger picture of why we do what we do, I think is the most critical. Speaking of that, what about along those lines then, what about sales coaching? What role does that play in motivating and retaining uh salespeople or employees in general? So, to me, I mean, I think coaching's fantastic. I mean, we, we you know, we 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 always lift a little bit more weights. We have a trainer standing next to us, right? Or we right. maybe get after a little bit more at boot camp because we've got somebody next to us that's inspiring us. You know, I think it's fantastic and I think if you're a high achieving salesperson, having a coach is is terrific. If if you think the coach has a magic bullet that's going to unlock, you know, this new level of greatness in you, then I think you're you know, maybe being misled. To me, it's it's about taking it up another notch. So if you're great at what you do and you want to get greater at what you do and you want to get even better, then to me, a sales coach can be really powerful in creating some accountability around what goals you've created on exactly what you want to do to get even better. But, you know, sales is such an inside out thing and you've got to be very internally motivated to have success there. So um, a coach is powerful, but certainly not a magic bullet. You, you've got to have that come from the inside out and allow them to hold you accountable, push you to, to unlock an even better version of yourself. Absolutely. Do you feel that that coaching, is that something that should come, speaking of uh, the inside out, should that come from the outside in or should that be also, um, that should be in, internal resource as well? You mean inside of an organization that yeah, they provide so, a coach for you? Is yeah, that what you're saying? That's what I'm saying. So is that does that coaching should that be from a, from an outside resource, or whether that be uh, you know an, another organization, a third party firm that helps to provide coaching, or is that something that comes from the inside, or is it all of the above? I think it can be whatever's you know works for the individual. I mean, there may be somebody that that is internal that the organization likes and 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 pushes, but. I think the more specialized your your sales role may be, the more you may need somebody that really gets your space and as somebody that's worked with other people internally. But again, I think it, it, there is no right answer. To me, it's about the connection between the coach and the individual and making sure that that connection's right, that chemistry's right, that transparency's there, that accountability is there and, and respected, you know, by both mm-hmm. um, individuals, certainly. So I, I think that you can come at it both ways, but whatever, whatever way you come at it and whatever you decide, you've got to own it and, and allow it to serve you so that you can do what you do, right? I, but uh, I don't think there's a perfect answer to that. Agreed. No, yeah. completely agree. Yeah. I think, I think you, you, got, you pretty much nailed that. And, and speaking of all things winning, you definitely, coming from the sports world in particular, you know, you know a lot about sustaining a, a winning culture. 
And I can tell you right now, Molly, I'm, I'm, I've been a Raiders fan for a long time, so you can tell that I'm wearing my hat proudly these days uh, <laughs> when it comes to sports. But um, along those lines, create, you know, how does creating a sustaining winning culture help motivate and engage salespeople? And what, more specifically, what is a winning culture from your experience? And does it vary based on the type of industry business, whether it's a B2C or a B2B industry? Yeah, I mean, I think... I think culture is culture, right? So to me, you know, a winning culture is one in which there's a tremendous amount of clarity, you know, for employees to win and for leaders to hold them accountable and support them. There's got to be clarity, clarity about what clarity around what's expected, clarity around what success looks like, clarity around um, what, what is really most important, not just right now, but, but in the short term and in the long term. But to me, clarity is a, in a massive deal in creating a culture where there's, um, a healthy environment because people have real clarity around what's most important. Um, you know, I think an, an environment where there's a fair amount of appropriate transparency is incredibly important too. I mean, you know, when you, when you as an employee feel a part of the team and you feel transparency around um, what really moves the, the, the needle for the organization and you feel that level of accountability internally, it allows the leaders to hold the team members accountable and hopefully it creates an environment where you can put the kind of people around the table that you think can help solve a problem irregardless of their title. You know, we live in a world so often where, you know, you're not supposed to jump levels above you and, and, and things of that nature potentially inside of large organizations. But how do you create an environment where whatever the problem is you're trying to solve, you can lean on the people inside the organization that you can help, that you believe can help solve that problem? Irregardless of their role, irregardless of their title, you believe they're there and they can help solve the problem and they're the kind of people that can help do it. But to me, it's it's not complicated. It's around clarity. It's around transparency. And then it's around creating a, an environment in which accountability is welcome mm-hmm. and feedback is welcome up and down. You know, I, I try to have an environment in my organization where anybody can come in and push back on anything. And I listen and I hear it and I try to embrace that feedback and really understand the point of view and where it's coming from. And I think when we do that, we again, we create a better product for the people that we serve and we hopefully become a better leader for the people that we lead. But clarity, transparency, and accountability are, are some of the most important things, in my opinion, creating a healthy culture. Those are huge, Molly. Absolutely. So besides everything that we've talked about, and specifically those last three that you just outlined, are there any other recommendations that you have in keeping salespeople encouraged and productive along the way? Well, I think it's got to come from the salespeople. I mean, if you're having to keep salespeople encouraged, then you've got a problem, you know, because the salespeople have to encourage themselves. Mm -hmm. It's no different than parenting. I have three kids and my husband and I, I mean, you know, they've got to want it more than I want it for themselves. Mm -hmm. And so I think, you know, if you're finding yourself having to constantly motivate your salespeople, you probably have the wrong salespeople. You want to get salespeople that want to motivate themselves. And so inside of an environment like that, you know, it, it's, it's people that are excited about waking up every day and saying, what are the three things that I can execute against today that's going to make today better than yesterday? Mm-hmm. It's salespeople that are focused, that are goal-oriented, and that are intentional. You know, we can often live in a world where we wake up 
we go hard all day and we look back at the end of the day and go, well, gosh, you know, what did I really move the needle on or what did I really accomplish? But when we wake up and take 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes with whether it's meditation, whether it's pausing to say, what are the three, what are the five things that will make today great that you bookend against hopefully some quarterly goals? You know, then I think you find yourself at the end of a week, at the end of a month, at the end of a quarter saying, man, I had a killer quarter. You know what I mean? I did more than I thought I could do. But often it's being intentional and then holding yourself accountable every day toward toward that goal. To me, it's it's a little bit about what my next book is about, which is, you know, little moments can create really big outcomes. You know, there's never one big gigantic silver bullet that solves the problem. Usually it's a lot of little things along the way. And great salespeople, I think, get that. Absolutely. And you've got to want it more than I want it. I love that line. Thank you for listening to the Sales Talent and Recruitment Show. Learn more about the training and benefits from the Canadian Professional Sales Association at cpsa.com.